What up, Army of Cunts? Before we start the show, we want to remind you that we have a catalog of over 200 episodes. You can access these and so much more content at patreon.com slash hot mess. That's right. At the $5 level, you get a best of compilation of our 25 most fire episodes behind that paywall. And at the $10 level, you get the entire back catalog plus two bonus shows. That's patreon.com slash hot mess. Somewhere they're speaking, it's already coming in. Oh, and it's rising in the back of your mind. You never could get it unless you were fed it. And now you're here and you don't know why. But under skin knees and the skin marks, past the places we used to learn. You howl and listen, listen and wait for the echoes of angels who won't return. He is everything you want, he is everything you need, he is everything inside of you that you wish you could be. He says all the right things at exactly the right time, but he means nothing to you and you don't know. Hello, Hello, Army, Army of, of Cons. Welcome to the Hot Mess Comedy Hour. The Wings of Angels. <laughs> that was in the style of Vertical Horizon. What a great and very, very deep song. We were talking before the show. There were a few bands in the late 90s mm-hmm. that had, they were basically the same band and yes. they all had three songs. <laughs> that were all like, I'm a good girl. <laughs> and as a teenager, you were like, this is so resonating. The deepest. With my non-life experience. <laughs> Uh, My ocean is a soul, and (laughs) this song is swimming in it. Um, And joining us today is Pamela Ross. Welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you both for having me. Oh, of course. You're so welcome. Did this song resonate with you as a young person? You know, I was honestly a lot more into the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, yes. Hell yeah. That was my That's one of the references that we thing. talked about. Somehow yeah. here is gone, yeah. What's the one Goo, Goo's, Goo Goo Dolls song that is like the, Iris. the one? Iris. Yeah. Yes. And I don't from, want um, the world to see me. It's from a movie soundtrack, right? Uh, oh, I, my God. I mean, it like uh, it embodies a movie the, soundtrack. The one where where you're, she's like a slutty Catholic girl. Is it that one? No. Superstar. <laughs> I wish I Iris wish, was in yeah. Superstar. <laughs> I 100% that believe movie you. That so good. It really is. Have you watched it recently? Every I wonder, day. I wonder no. if it holds Every up. Every day. Ages ago. Yeah. Twice a day. I watch it in the morning while I eat breakfast <laughs> and then at night when I have my nighttime coffee. I wish that... I wish that... <laughs> I can just nighttime imagine. Nighttime coffee. <laughs> I, yeah. It's a ritual. I watched um, Dodgeball recently. That still holds up. I've never seen that in full. God damn it. I know. You always tell me to watch it. It's a great. It's it's real goofy. And Rip Rip Torn is in it. I know. Recently passed. So it's a great way to. Oh, R.I.P. Honor memory. Andrea. All I've seen of that movie actually is Andrea's um, like forcing me to watch the funniest scenes like on YouTube. Those compilations. Yes. And um, you can dodge a wrench. You could dodge a ball. I I am just. I'm going to say something. And I just because I want it to be on the record. Yes. 
Ben Stiller is still um, the best comedic actor of our time. Yes, he does such funny character. Like acting. I honestly think he's up there with Steve Martin. Wow. And I, you know, you can come for me. Sure. You can he's, at he's me. He's great. Yeah. I think he's, he's really hot. He's like I one do of too. my celebrity crushes. He's so yeah. talented. Like, where's that move? That movie where he plays a rabbi. Oh my god! I don't know that. Um, Hold on. I need Faith. to know. He's a rabbi, and I think Jenna Elfman's in it, and okay. she's caught in a love triangle between him and a priest, I want to say. Whoa, this sounds like a great one. This porn. sounds like our next movie night. It's I know, a, right? It's a good one. Keeping the faith. Keeping the faith. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, it's he plays, I mean, Zoolander, obviously, mm. but in, in Dodgeball, he plays like I'm a- I'm beginning, I, wait, what does he say? I'm I, about to be my courtship of you. Uh, what was her name? Kate. Kate. And I'm beginning my courtship with you, Kate. <laughs> Let's just quote Ben Stiller lines for the yeah. rest of the pod. Real freaking out it. <laughs> and then she slams his head against a wall. It's beautiful. Um, um I oh my god, he played um he so remember the movie Heavyweights? Mm-hmm. It took yes. place at a fat camp. Yeah. He played the director of the fat camp and he was like psycho and walked on glass and stuff oh. just to feel the pain. <laughs> that movie, I'm almost 100% sure mm-hmm. that the camp is modeled after the fat camp that I went to. Really? Because his character's name is Tony and our director's name <gasps> is Tony. Really? Yes. Interesting. He wasn't as psychotic, but it was the a similar vibe. Is your fat camp... A similar camp, intensity. Is your fat camp shut down now or does it still exist? I'm pretty sure it still exists. It's like pretty famous. Why it, did they allow this to happen? It's so... Emily's it's, it's parents one, it's, sent her to a fat camp but didn't tell her they were sending her to a so fat camp. So did you think it was I mean, like a regular camp? Yeah, they told me they were sending me to camp. Camp. I right. knew that much, but I didn't know about the weight loss component <laughs> of the camp right. until I got there. That is so so. It's a real bait and switch. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, yeah. what's the word? Traumatizing. Yeah, yeah. That is. Is that an accurate word? One of your parents' bigger fumbles, I would say. Yeah, it's up there with giving my cats away without telling me. Yeah, <laughs> pretty. The MTV did that docu series, Fat Camp. It oh, was yeah. that. That was the camp. That was a camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same oh, camp. Man, I remember watching that and being like, if I went to this camp, I would be the hottest bitch there. Oh, I know. Just my virtue okay. of having like an average BMI. Yeah. Well, yeah. that was the one thing that was kind of cool because I I never felt like I never felt like a pretty girl. I always had a I had a sister that was like hot shit and mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I would get compared to her a lot. But then I go to this camp and um, I like meet up with my bunk mates on the first day and they're like, oh, you're really pretty. And you're like, oh, hell I'm yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm ready to squash this shit. I had my first kiss at that camp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like it really wasn't all bad, but it it sucked. Yeah. You know? Did that, how much did they make you exercise? Every day. You had to do aerobics. The boys had to do calisthenics. How old were you? Uh, um, I was in sixth grade, so like eleven. Oh no! Yeah, that's uh, that is, that's really dark. Yeah, yeah, it's that's so fucking twisted, man. Speaking of twisted, mm. I went to a one-person show recently, and okay, so my dear friend Hamda, I want you to to tell this story to Pamela exactly how you told as, it to me. Yeah. like let it unfold. I would let let it fall. <laughs> let the cards fall as they fell. Okay, so. I, this is at a venue, QED, I'm sure you're familiar oh, with yeah. it. Um, not my favorite comedy venue. It's fine. But like, 
it, there was my friend, my friend, Hamda. my friend, uh, Hamda. My the friend, way you say that is almost anti-Semitic. <laughs> I know, right? Well, she gets, like ma- she gets <laughs> mad at me when I don't huff. So then I'm like, yeah. I have to make sure I huff properly, but then yeah, I go sometimes too far. I, sometimes I do a panic huff when I say hey to her. I'm yeah. like, hey, Hamda. She gets very upset. Um, but yes, it does sound. Because well, if you don't say the ha, huh, then you t- like t- you're technically saying her name wrong. Yes. Yeah. I mean, mis- I, duh. But like mis- you're you're te- you're not even saying her name really. Yeah. It's like if I called you Andrea. Wow. Keep digging. Let's keep <laughs> digging. Um, so my friend who shall shall not be named was like, "There's a show at QED. It's a one man show. Um, I'm going with." Uh, Keith and like they were going as like a four couple date like Keith and a double date a double date as they say sure yes exactly so you were fifth wheeling it yeah and she was like she was like I know that you typically wouldn't want to go to something like this but there is a twist that I think you'll find interesting and so like she was kind of like this is why I love her. She knows how fucked up I am and she doesn't want to like ruin the show for me. Oh yeah, I love that she did that. But she's trying to like kind of be like, you're going to want to see this. And I'm like, what? Like, She's like, I can't say. I know that you just trust me. don't like this venue. Why would you want to be a fifth wheel on a couple's date? But I'm telling you, you're <laughs> fucked up and you're going to like this. So I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Um, and... It starts off like the guy, It's he's running a show for Fringe in Edinburgh. So it's like a one-man show. It's obviously like funny adjacent, I guess, but it can be more serious. I think he called it Funny Pain, something like that. It's and like a storytelling show. Yeah, and so he, start, he opens up with the whole like framing of the show of like comedy plus tragedy, time, whatever, you know, that whole fucking whatever. And I'm like... Why would you think I want to go to this shit? You know what I mean? In my mind, I'm like, this is fine, but like in no way anything that I haven't seen before, really. And he's talking about how comedians are dark and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Snoozeville, hello. And then he's talking about um, taking his father on a trip. And then he introduces that his father has early onset Parkinson's. So I'm like, okay. You have my attention. Mm-hmm. I, this is Could getting be a, lot a there. little more interesting, right? And then he's like talking about traveling with his father. His father has Parkinson's. They get to like go to the front of the line. Ha ha ha. Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, whatever. Show me the good stuff, baby. And then at the end of the first vignette, he goes, the thing about my father that you guys don't know is that he is a pedophile. <gasps> Ew! And I like look over at Hemda. I'm like, yes, you fucking know me. You knew I would love this. This is insane. Of course. That's like the most shocking thing. I don't think I can think of something more shocking, except if maybe his dad murdered someone, but not even. Not even. Not even yeah. I think it's pedo- so taboo. Yeah. I think pedo dad is the ultimate. Yeah. Is the ultimate one man show subject matter. And, and I'm like, grinning from ear to ear with excitement about this i want to know everything your dad is a pedophile yeah how did you find out like god okay so so then he goes on and he does he he talks about like he talks about um he his mom calling him into uh their kitchen and like being like i'm getting divorced from your father and how he thought it was going to be something else and then she said like your father's a pedophile blah 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 etc etc no details really and then he kind of just like he he talks a little bit about 
sort of like worrying that it's hereditary and, um, you know, having like hatred for him, but trying to have compassion for his father. Like there's some details. Worrying that it's hereditary. Yeah. But at the same time, isn't it like, do you want to fuck kids or do you not want to fuck kids? He doesn't want to fuck kids, to be <laughs> he, clear. He would, he would know by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Like, he's worried that maybe he'll pass it on to his children Early or onset pedophile, <laughs> you know? I don't know. <laughs> what am I more worried about, the pedophilia or the Parkinson's in my family? Yes. it's. I, I have so many questions. And so, so then he kind of like starts, he continues to go on about like his anger issues. And he says he gave up a baby for adoption. Um, his his dad or him? He did. He got oh. he got a girl pregnant when he was like in high school and gave it up for adoption. Oh, so he's he's lived a life. Yes, but but then there's this story about like I broke my leg on the subway and here's this woman I was in love with and oh, but, so it, it's like not focused. No, he's like I cheated on her and then here's some story about how I got in a fight over a yoga mat or something and then he ends the show and he's like he's doing like a Q and A. And he's like, I would love like feedback and, you know, what what you guys liked, what you didn't like. I could imagine you just shouting out, yeah, what's the story? Yes. Everyone was like, um, not to uh, be rude, but uh, a little bit more on the pedophile <laughs> angle. Yeah. Can I know any, like. Any detail. I want to know everything. I don't care about your fucking 20s romance of some girl who you cheat. I, no, your dad is a pedophile. I will only want to hear about that from now. Name the show. My dad is a pedophile. <laughs> yes. And everyone will come. That's the best suggestion you've ever made. I know. I no, He should just write down all the points that he talked about in his show and just what what do you think is the most interesting? Sure. Just like objectively, yeah. even if it like if it was not your life. Do you think the pedophilia is more interesting or the broken leg? Yeah. Yes. He opens with a broken leg and I was like, hey, and I didn't want to be rude because I didn't know this guy. And like, I'm not, he was a good performer. I'm not being like, this is a bad show, but it was like such a crazy thing to just be like, my father's a pedophile. To just gloss over anyway. it. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, this is a problem that you see in a lot of um, like, storytelling that hasn't been worked out yes. is that the details that are there aren't fleshed out enough mm -hmm. and then but then there's extraneous ones like that's just a classic storytelling issue yeah like mike berbiglia is like the master of tying right. in like mm -hmm. he'll tell so many different stories but it all ties in through a common thread yeah so it sounds like he had all these stories but there wasn't a common thread no. and then he's just throwing out that his dad's a pedophile the thread was like i have anger problems i'm like we all do your dad's a pedophile move like and then so we were asking him questions <laughs> Fuck on. i don't i don't care about any literally any other detail of this story so then I, during the q a i find out all these other details about it number one the father fucked all of his sisters so his father, oh my God. He, he didn't get fucked by his father because oh his God. father is a straight pedophile. Um, just a classic, just a your classic, classic pedophile. Yeah, not, not, not any LGBTQIA. The classic recipe. Yes. And, and then he was like, I was like, do you know who else? And he's like, well, he fucked all these little girls in the neighborhood. And oh then he had, he had access to a foster home. Ah! He oh was like, God. he was like, oh yeah, it was like kids in a candy <laughs> shop. I'm like, no, no, God, no. Why? But why? He had 
access to a foster home? Yeah. Like, what, so he, he was, was a volunteer? He a social worker? What I happened? That's, I wish I knew, Pamela. <laughs> I wish I knew. I know about oh. your broken leg, but I don't know how your fucking pedo dad got access to like foster kids. I'm like, was he a priest? Was he a right. political figure? Like, and, and this is so crazy because like, as you're telling me this information, I'm like, I need to see this show. Yeah, I know. But none of that was in the show. Not, none of that was in the show. Mm. And I was like, how do you feel about your father being a pedophile? And he was like, well, you know, I want to like still keep the show funny. So I don't want to go into the feelings. I'm like, no, 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 no. Let's remove that from the equation. Because as soon as you say pedophile, no one's laughing. I mean, except for me, because I'm a sick fuck. But like, this is a show about feelings. And I was like, I don't think he doesn't seem to like. And I was like, do you think your rage is like correlated to your father? And right. he was like, I don't know. And I'm like, let me answer it for you. Yes, yes of course. Is. Of course it is. Like you, you, you lost the figure that you were supposed to have. And he abused your sisters. And then he was. I wonder if he's been to any therapy. I don't know. I think he exercises a lot. And yeah, is very not angry. the same. I, no, I not. So the sh- the show is about daddy issues. Yes, fundamentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. But but which it's, is interesting. I agree. And and he was he was also like, you know, he has Parkinson's, and and I a lot of people are like, is that karma? Like, and he's like, I don't feel that way. He got Parkinson's because he was in Vietnam and he got exposed to Agent Orange, that gas mm-hmm. that they gas all the Vietnamese with. I'm like, that's fucking amazing. Why don't you talk about that? He got Parkinson's from Vietnam. And then he was like, my dad was also abused. And I'm like, yes, we pedophile. No one knows anything about the interior lives of pedophiles. No one, because we don't talk about it. Right. Which I think is very. Because of the stigma. Sure. Yeah. And I'm like, this is your opportunity to explain what this type of person is like. You know, it's like, this is such a huge. It it sucks. It's a horrible hand to be dealt. Do you know how many performers in New York City would kill for their dad to have been a pedophile? I know, right? Such a good hook. (laughs) Such a good hook. God damn. This is a slap in the face. I know. I was like, if my dad was a pedophile, do you know? My dad hasn't fucked one kid. I know. And I'm angry Uh, about it. Honestly. Uh, And my dad hasn't fucked any kids, but like he could fuck kids. They love him so much. Wow. He gains their trust so easily Mm -hmm. and hasn't fucked a single one. That's just, he's not even thinking about your career, No, not at all. Yeah, I I genuinely, and every single person was just like, yeah, more about the pedophile. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, well, you know, I just don't want it to be unfunny. And I was like, well, but also, But like that's, please. Okay, I mean- it's kind of lame. But because isn't your job to make it funny? That's, that's, that's well, yeah. what I'm saying. Right. Like yeah. The real work would begin with you just like writing your story out and then figuring out what's funny about it. Not like, I don't want to bring everybody down with the pedophilia stuff, so I'm just going to talk about all this other shit that's not as interesting. Yeah, tangential things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you, it's your show. You can take as much time as you want to write it. Yeah. Odd. Yeah. I find that odd. It was. I, was- I, I would say like, say his name but i maybe don't no 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 i mean he's i don't know him he was very courteous afterwards and he was like thank you for the suggestions and blah 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 and i'm like damn dude but also i don't know i like that your note was like 
hone in on the pedophile <laughs> thing. Really? Like Nanette, but about your dad being a pedophile. <laughs> I, I, yes, truly. <laughs> That's what yeah. we want. Yeah. And I was like, because he opened with a story about breaking his leg on the train. And I was like, no shade, but I don't give a shit <laughs> about your broken leg. I'm much more interested in how you feel about the fact that your father fucked all your sisters. You know, that's real. I, I'm my mind I'm, is on the wall. I might vomit. I know. That's so disgusting. I know. I know. I know. But it's but I truly was like, no, you are able to communicate and perform. You need to like actually tackle this. But I don't know if you will. I don't yeah, know. It sounds will. like he just hasn't talked about it in therapy. No, no. So he's God, not no. ready to like dig into it on stage more. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't have time for therapy or maybe like he needs another like form of access maybe he travels a lot oh yeah and like needs another way to talk to a therapist really yeah what would you suggest emily i would suggest better help Have you thought about talking to someone but are unsure of where to start? BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed professional counselor, caring professionals specializing in the issues that you want to talk about, such as pedophilia. Is your dad a pedophile and you have access to a phone? Get into this. Join BetterHelp and get help at your own time and at your own pace. Schedule secure video and phone sessions or text your therapist. What? Worldwide, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's a truly affordable option, and Hot Mess listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code Hot Mess. If you've been wanting to talk, you can get started right now. Go to betterhelp.com slash hot mess. Simply fill out the questionnaire and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's betterhelp.com slash hot mess. This, yes. this service is amazing. Yeah, I know. I truly believe that anybody could use it. I mean, myself uh, included, I go to a regular therapy session every week, but it's even something that I could see myself using in between if I needed a little extra support. Say your dad's a pedophile and you really want to flush out the details of that. Listen, if I I found out that my dad was a pedophile, I think I would need a little more support than just a a weekly 45-minute session. Absolutely. Being able to text your therapist in between, like, that's so money. Yes. There are actually four communication modes that you can choose. Text, chat, phone, and video if you like to look people in the eyes, which I do not. (laughs) But some people do. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours and it's easy to change counselors if you need, which is nice. Like, you know, you I've I've been to many different therapists. It, it's like finding a you're in sort of like a relationship with someone. You need to find someone who's a good fit. It's really nice that they don't lock you into one particular totally. person. Yeah. It's like finding a lover. Who is not a family member. Or a pedophile. <laughs> Preferably. Not a pedophile. Betterhelp.com slash hot mess. Use code hot mess. Uh, that this sponsor has like been one of our most successful campaigns, which I feel is very, very on brand and on brand. And um, it brings me joy. Like yeah. it, 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 as Marie Kondo would say, it sparks joy. Yes, it does. In me that like people who may not have access to therapy or sure. just are really busy are now able to do it because of um. Us spreading the word. Yeah. It makes me feel good. It's fucking beautiful. Um, And again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash hot mess. Hell yeah. Emily, would you like to play a game? Always. Yes. And this is not me luring a child in. This is me (laughs) trying to get to know our guests. It's it's a little menacing. (laughs) Hello, Pamela. (laughs) 
the way, after I left this show, I just kept looking at Hemda like, you're the best. And she was like, I know. I knew you'd be so happy. Um, but Pamela, with you are obviously a new guest to the show. So we want to play a game that will help us get to know you a little bit. Um, and we play this. We haven't played this in a minute, actually. I it's I it's been too long. One of I my think. faves. It's one of my faves. Um, so we're gonna play guess the mess. Uh, and so we will each do two truths a lie, and you can guess which one is the lie with us, and then we will do you. Mm-hmm. By the uh, way, this is totally a game that we invented. A hundred percent. Yes. Uh, nobody has branded. ever played this mm-hmm. game before we did. Emily, do you want to start? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm gonna say my three, and then you can pick which one you think is the lie. Mm-hmm. Okay, did I put a tampon in on the subway during rush hour, drop acid on a playground full of kids, or use my pussy juice as perfume? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting your pussy juice. Okay. Yes. Um, Vabbing, as it's called. You, um, so I guess. Also, you're you're free to ask questions if you need to, like clarifying questions. Mm -hmm. You don't have to, though. I think the lie is the acid one. Wow, nailed it on the first nailed try. It. Can I ask yeah. your reasoning? You just th- think that's the least believable? I'm a Pi- I'm very intuitive. I'm mm. Pisces. Oh. And so I'm really just going with my, my feelings. Your feeling. What speaks to you. More All than right, my, well, my rational brain. Yeah. It's working. Are Pisces intuitive? I don't know anything about astrology. I don't know anything either. Yeah. We're basically witches. Really? Yeah. Oh. Glad to have you on my side. <laughs> um, my I, spells are powerful. <laughs> every time, my show is on a Tuesday, so every time another Tuesday show gets canceled, I'm like, my magic's working. Do you know what? Um, so this is my, <laughs> this is sad slash kind of in that vein. So my... I am named after, my middle name is a woman named Maureen. Horrible name. And she was one of my mom's best friends. And uh, It's a lot of um, severe sounds. Yeah, Maureen. Maureen. It's not a cute name. Um, (laughs) And they were best friends. And then as I was growing up, they started to grow apart. And then Maureen started like gossiping about our family and spreading like really malicious rumors. It was really sad. They had like this big blowout. They were best friends. And they just, the friendship ended. And then shortly after, Maureen got alopecia um, and like she lost all of her hair and in my head a little bit I was like if you betray my mother what are you expecting Uh all of your hair is gonna fall out (laughs) exactly and then there was a girl in the New York comedy community who I was really friendly with when she started and I sent her like a list of all these mics to go to she was like expressing how nervous she was and I kind of like oh my god I can't believe we're took her under my (laughs) Took her on my wing in a way, not like I, I wasn't like carrying her around, but I, I was. No, you sent her a list. I sent her a list, but I was also very friendly with her. Yes, which yes, you were. I like to be. It's not like a favor. Yeah. I enjoyed her company. And then she, a friend of mine overheard her talking shit about me with another comic. And then shortly after, she also got alopecia. So. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm not going to say officially on the record that your hair will fall out if you betray me, but right. the signs are really pointing yeah, in that your direction. Your spells are powerful. <laughs> so fucking cross, cross Andrea at your own risk. Yeah, I your was... Ha- your hatred can diffuse hair follicles. I was laughing at pictures of her bald on the internet, and I'm like, now, does this make me a bad person? Did oh. they lose their eyebrows too? Yes. Oh, it's it's everything. everything. Yeah, it's everything. Yeah. And some people get targeted alopecia where they lose like chunks and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But she went full out and I was just like, isn't that 
Interesting. A part of me, uh, the most messed up part of me is like, but then she got to wear fun wigs. That's true. Yeah. And yeah. big earrings. If you have like a nice head and you're, yeah. you are shaped. Yeah. I mean, she's fine. Mm-hmm. If, if, if it was like you get MS because you cross me, I would feel much worse. But yeah, that's like black magic. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how my life goes. Maybe I can give someone bad MS. Anyways. Don't cross Andrea. Um, okay. Point. Seriously. Uh, okay. So mine are. Uh, I smoked a joint using a post-it note as paper. I ate a tissue with my friend's nosebleed blood on it. And I hooked up with a 19-year-old this year. What is the first one about the joint? Smoked a joint using the post-it as the paper, like the joint paper. And again, feel I'm free to say the lie is the nosebleed one only because I want it to be not true. <laughs> oh, don't we all? Oh, right? it is true. Oh, it's so visceral. Andrea did Andrea, a younger version of Andrea mm. used to do something that she calls self dares. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So like it doesn't make it acceptable. You're not like, ah, well then now this makes sense. <laughs> no, but it is definitely like a classic thing that's so dumb that you do when you're young to be like cool because you think it's funny or Well, it's like those YouTube challenges like uh, Yeah, but no one's but asking no me one to asked do it. Her. I'm doing it to myself. That's hilarious. I'm like psyching myself up to do something. Well, basically it was like I was with a bunch of friends. We were high um and I don't, she had a nosebleed. I don't even remember. I think I was drunk too. I don't even remember how it came into my head. I guess it's like when something comes into my head where I'm like, this is so fucked up. It would be insane if I did this. The 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 pull to do it is too strong for uh-huh. me, despite how fucking ridiculous it is. So I just remember being like, how could I up... You know when you're partying and things are getting yeah. like really crazy? Yeah. And you feel like I'm crazy familiar. energy in the air. I Andrew, it just like it doesn't wash with like the rest of your stories. Do you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the you that thought that she might have gotten AIDS from giving a blowjob. I know. Wouldn't eat a tissue with someone's nose blood on it. It was so, it was one of those, like, I've, there's a few moments in my life where, like, I think I've come close to, like, a psychotic break, and this was one of them. Just remember, <laughs> I just remember being like, ha! And then I grabbed it, and I remember just being like, they don't think I'm gonna do it, but I'm gonna do it. No one's asked, no one's asked. Also, right. no one cares. No one cares, no one's asked. There's also boys that, you know what I mean? Like, I cared, I wanted to be liked by boys. Right. And I was such a weird virgin, and I don't know maybe why. Maybe you I thought- were kind of like. Maybe you were kind of like. Um, if I'm not going to be liked by boys, I'm going to be the funniest, weird, yeah, weirdest, like yeah. or most entertaining one in the group. So they're like, yeah, we don't want to fuck Andrea, but like she can hang. <laughs> she eats people's nose blood. <laughs> also, like it was, I I pulled it out of her nose while I was doing it. I was like, this is insane. This is insane. The full time I was like, stop doing Did this. You swallow Why? it whole. Yes. I put it in my mouth. Well, I mean, that's better than chewing it, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was pretty hard to get down. I was going <laughs> to say, oh. it's, like, it's so dry. There was blood to lubricate it. Ew, can we? That's okay. All right. All right. And then I just remember everyone looking at me like, what the fuck did right. you just do? Yeah, because that was the appropriate response. Absolutely. They were looking at you the way that they should. <laughs> Like, is there something wrong with our friend? <laughs> We've always known she was a touch eccentric. <laughs> this 
is way outside the that's lines. Like, that's one of those things that I often wonder, like, what would push it over the edge for me with my friends? Like, yeah. how long would a friend need to be acting so strange for me to be like, you need psychiatric help? Yeah. I think that would be the turning point for me. <laughs> the, the, the bloody tissue. <laughs> like, I have a nosebleed and you swallow my tissue whole without a word? Like, without a word? It's so crazy. I'd be like, Andrew, are you seeing someone? You talking to anybody? Do you need better help? Perhaps. It really, I have a code. I'm going to do a one-woman show about this fucking there moment. Was, maybe I'm making this up, but I feel like there was a f- essentially a female version of Jackass oh. briefly on MTV2. A la- really? ladylike. Yes. Was yes. That it? Blair oh. Saki was on it. Yeah. Like some New York comics were on yeah. it. Yeah. So I, and they would do, you know, like different stunts. Sure. In the vein of Jackass and uh-huh. Steve O. And I feel like you would have been a really good addition to that cast. I know, right? I would have been the wild card. I would have been the one pulling out tampons and directly like out of people's and, pussies. <laughs> that is, that's too, that you need to lock me up if I do that. But this is also <laughs> nosebleed blood is like not, yeah. I mean, I don't. I can't. I can't no, speak I think on all what blood my process was. I don't think during this. All right. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Moving on. The post-it joint. Also, Emily rolled the. Post-it I actually joint for rolled me. the joint. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah. Yeah. I'm like I'm not good at rolling. No, neither am all. I. Let me let me say the adhesive I, from the, yeah, post-it, the post-it actually, was actually seals it up really nicely. <laughs> well, because it's like because the paper is like a little more sturdy you also get a filter effect oh yeah yeah you know? the thing is the chemicals also you're smoking yeah. glue and that's fun that's, in a way yeah, yeah. <laughs> i took it's bad one. for your brain but it is fun oh yeah i remember dancing this was at cobra club in oh, bushwick we went nuts. well i took one hit off of that just to see if it was effective because yeah. like i need to check my work sure you know, i'm like a mathematician in sure. that way mm-hmm. and i got high off of just one yeah. hit i was like i'm not I'm gonna it's like step huffing, away now. You it's smoked like a lot of glue it though. and smoking weed yeah. at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great crossfade. It's a great thing to try yes. once <laughs> and then pray you're okay. That's. I mean, I smoked weed out of a bubble pipe once um, with this What's same a bubble pipe, like a like a child, like you would buy at the dollar store, like a kid's oh, set for bubbles. For bubbles, uh-huh. yes. And I this was uh, with a the plastic. same. Plastic? This is yeah, plastic, and okay. this is with the same group Andrea, of girls. I know this you is... wonder why you have a cancer scare <laughs> happening. I know every time I have a health scare, I think about the bubble pipe because I remember. <laughs> I remember I just as drinking the the whiskey out of the shampoo bottle. Yeah, yeah. It's the I mean, come the nose blood. It's it's all with the same group of girls too. There's like some your crazy Canadian hick friends. Yeah, I know. It just gets so wild, and I remember. We smoked because we didn't have a we didn't have a pipe, so we went to a dollar store. We bought a bubble pipe. We put tin foil in the bubble, which then elevates it to like crack level, you know? Yeah. Um, wow. And then I remember, like, can't you just do whippets like a normal teenager? We didn't have access. We were on an island, man. You got to. They didn't have whipped cream. No, this is literally <laughs> a surf town. All we had was a bubble pipe, and I remember smoking it. And seeing stars immediately. And I was oh, like, God. oh, I am like destroying my brain. Okay, I'm going to have an anxiety attack if we continue talking and then about this. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I got so high. And then I went, we we were like, let's all go dance naked on the beach, which, fine idea. That's, no, that's fun. But, twist. 
there were kids around and we didn't know it. It was like, (laughs) Oh no, but always back to kids. So it's like speaking of pedophiles, seriously, I'm a sex offender in Canada (laughs) for this. And so I remember like dancing, falling everywhere. And then did you see the kids? I look over and it's nighttime though. So like, it's not in the middle of the day, but it's, it's nighttime. And I look over and there's a family with like a, doing a fire on the beach. And I just, all of a sudden was like, Oh my God, we have to get out of here. There's children. Uh, and I don't know if they saw us, but I remember that snapped me into sobriety. You should sobriety. have just started circling around the bonfire because then they'd be like, oh, they're witches. Right. That would have like exactly. made it make sense. Me and Pamela would have been together casting hexes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, now everyone in Brooklyn is like so into witchcraft and astrology. When I was a preteen, really? I literally had a Wiccan altar in my closet <gasps> that I would like add to. I mean, I was like... You know, like grinding up herbs with a mortar and pestle. And <laughs> really? Like blowing the stuff to the four corners of the earth, casting really? spells and shit. Oh, how yeah. did you find out how to do that? Deeply into it. Um, I, being from New England, I think at a certain point I got into the Salem witch trial. Oh, oh sure. Of course. Yes. stuff didn't happen. Like we killed a few witches in my hometown back in the day. Really? In, in Connecticut. Yeah. Okay. So that happened like, uh, you know, throughout New England and then. I was like, oh, well, which, like, I guess witches still exist. Sure. I, I also sort of blame Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right? Heavily like, influenced. Harry Potter made witchcraft sexy. Yeah. Yeah. Also, the craft. I remember when I saw oh, the craft. Oh, hell yeah. Charmed. Yeah, yeah charmed. I was yeah. Like, this is cool. And then I just went to like Borders or Barnes and Noble. Sure. And there's just witchcraft books. I know. Yeah. There's literally witchcraft yeah. for dummies. My parents mm-hmm. got that for, for me for Christmas one year. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is exactly how seriously they took it. Sure. They were like, okay. They were like, this is so cute. This is your hobby is casting spells. (laughs) Did any of them ever like like, if you're if you're reading witchcraft for dummies, like it that almost is cute, you know? The idiot's guide to giving people alopecia. (laughs) The spells would would spells worked, but it's Mm -hmm. hard to say if it was coincidence or my powers Mm -hmm. (laughs) causing what kind of what kind of spells would you try to cast? I remember one time, well, I was so scared of like black magic, sure. which is basically defined as like magic you're performing that's supposed to tamper with someone's will. Okay. Right. Like voodoo? Like voodoo, like a love spell. Yeah. Okay. Something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't want to put those bad vibes out there. Mm-hmm. I want to just want to do like white magic. So my one of my best friends growing up was uh, from England. His dad was working here for like Unilever. He was like a chemist basically. Mm-hmm. And... His dad was in danger of like being laid off, and if he was gonna, if he were to be laid off, they would go back to England. So mm-hmm. I wanted him to keep his job. So mm-hmm. I did a spell for that, like a type of prosperity sure. spell designed to help you keep your job, and it it did work. Cool. I remember that specifically. Wow. Oh, yeah. I have so many questions. Wait. So do you? Were you a Wiccan? Is that like what I you never technically officially converted? But it was Wicca. Yes. Okay. That's so is there a cool. conversion process? Um, like, is it the same as Judaism? You have to like meet with a spiritual leader and like really that? want it. I <laughs> some people were affiliated with covens. Mm-hmm. I was like eleven, so yeah. I like sure wasn't sure sure. I was just on the AOL message boards, like I'm doing witchcraft with my friends. Yes, you're like googling how to intern for a coven. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I was like defining coven as just like a club where you do magic sure. with your gal pals yeah. and everyone yeah. was like that's a little more serious it's like a church yeah yeah it's yeah, a yeah, more yeah serious than that and i was like okay whatever um i'm still like writing an alisa frank diary yeah so yeah you're yeah. arguing with a tween on the internet absolutely about witchcraft but um 
I there is like a formal conversion process that you can do, mm-hmm. but I was I was like, I don't want to commit to that. Sure. I don't want to yeah. commit. I'm not gonna put myself in a box. To observing like a form of paganism. Sure. Because to me, like dabbling in Wicca was just an alternative to Catholicism. Sure. Just an alternative to like a patriarchal, monotheistic yeah. religious tradition. You know? Were you raised Catholic? Yes. Not like super we weren't like incredibly observant, but I was raised Catholic and I went to Catholic school mm-hmm. for the first seven years of my so, education. So when you were in Catholic school and, and going to church and stuff with your family, however much you did that, were you like, this is bullshit. I need to like, I want to be a free thinker type of thing. Or did it, it was it just something that developed later? It was just something that developed later. I never felt super strongly about Catholicism any which way because mm. it was just part of my education sure like it was I had almost like a secular approach to it I was like this is a subject I study in school yeah, oh. yeah. and I liked the ritual of it I love I love you know? church buildings I wasn't raised with religion at all and so I like the they're ma- beautiful the majesty mm-hmm. of like church buildings mm-hmm. I'm like I totally get how people fucking felt for this this is amazing yeah yeah and like it kind of it the church buildings kind of like echo the spirituality of it, which I which I do like. I'm like, that's the one part of it that I'm like, oh, this gives people solace and it's like a, a place to gather in a community. And well, like, and if you're going to feel connected to something, it's going to be in one of those buildings. Absolutely. I went to yeah. a I went to a gothic cathedral in France when Ugh. I was a teenager and I cannot remember the name of this cathedral, but it was um, it was Notre Dame. No, right. <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah, oh, um, so sad. Uh, but you had to go up a, st- a spiral staircase, and it was a very small cathedral. And then once you got into the main room, it took a long time to get into the main room, and it was basically like almost one hundred percent, like it was high gothic, so the it was almost all stained glass. Mm. And I remember being like, "Whoa, you got me! Yeah. This is insane." The iconography of Catholicism is very arresting. Yeah, it is, and there's a big emphasis on that. Yeah, it's, in, in the tradition. Yeah. And interestingly enough, there's a lot of crossover between religious imagery, like Catholic imagery crosses and rosary beads and stuff with like dark subjects and dark like films, vampires, occult. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you ever have a spell that went, did you ever have a moment that things like freaked you out a little bit? No, no. It always felt like a lot more innocent than that. Yeah. And I was always, I believed in it to the extent that I was way too scared to do something like like com- over commuting. the edge yeah I, was yeah. Like, I didn't want to invoke like bad spirits by accident sure. I was never we we had one kind of half-hearted attempt at a seance but mm-hmm. personally I didn't I didn't detect I any like every teenage presence. girl does a seance at one is, point is yeah. the point yeah. of a seance to summon the dead is that like the the basic to, to communicate to with communicate people with in the spiritual realm mm. yeah so like Using a Ouija board could be, could be, could be. Yeah, do you ever use a Ouija board? Oh, anymore? hell yeah. I'm too I scared. I fuck hard with Ouija I boards. I don't have the, I'm so, I saw. The, Honestly, they're boring. I, well, <laughs> I mean, maybe you're not using it right, but. I mean, I'm definitely not using it right. I don't have the gift. Yeah. But like when I say they're boring, it's just like, it takes a long time. Sure. You can't have ADHD and use a Ouija board effectively. <laughs> You're going to end up pushing that shit across the board. Do you think everyone just pushes it? Yes. Mm. Who knows? But like, I don't believe in that. Maybe. I don't know. Who's to say? Who is to say? Who's to say? But I know that I always pushed it. (laughs) 
fucking fun ruiner. Um, well, let's do your two truths on a lie. I'm quite oh yeah Should, tickled I, now. I don't know if I did if they're that messy, but sure. I mean, we'll see. By all means. One Honored time, down. I had to go to the emergency room for gas. Mm. Okay. Um, <laughs> I hope that's true. <laughs> Me too. Uh, I met a member of the British royal family. Okay, interesting. And I played on a pre-Olympic soccer team. Huh. They're they're all weird enough that yeah, you like think they're true. They're all the same level and type. Well, the gas is a personal favorite. The gas, like yeah. I, I can't say that's fake because yeah. like I want to believe. I want to believe it's um, real. I I'm gonna say the soccer. T- I feel like it's likely that, especially like she just said she had a friend from England. Maybe she went to England and met yeah. a member of the. I'm gonna say the soccer team thing is fake. I'm gonna say royal family. Okay. Soccer team thing is fake. Ah, damn. Yeah. What you, up? You got it in you, baby. You got it in I you. I played soccer, but I wasn't like that good. <laughs> I was so, yeah, I was that, so bad. I at- mean, that, that's a whole other level. I don't think that you could have been devoted to witchcraft and soccer at the same time. That's true. No. To go to the Olympics. Those right? are just two different covens, baby. No. <laughs> it's, that's too much. That's like, you need to devote at least six hours a day to each of those. Yes, absolutely. When do you eat? You know? Well, what was the gas? When I was in fourth grade, I had a, you know, a random day off from school. So I was just at home with my mom and I was playing with Crazy Bones. I don't know if you what is Crazy what Bones. I'm going to look this up. No one. This is one of those things where I'm like, <laughs> it's one of those things that you're Did like, I make you, this you, up you, as a yeah, child. You're like, you think that it's a part of everyone's childhood and yeah. you realize it's just you. It's absolutely not. I'm Crazy looking. Bones were literally. Uh, they're like little. Just plastic. Figurines. Figurines. Mm-hmm. And what you would do is you could like trade them and stuff. But you would just line them up in a row and then you would like you would compete and you'd like flick your crazy bone at the other line and try and like knock them over, knock them out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I had so many of those. They were kind of like just things I collected, like Pokemon cards. Okay, Mm. So I'm playing with those and then all of a sudden locks of hair. I get (laughs) all of a sudden I get like a debilitating abdominal pain that I had never quite felt before. And it completely like. I couldn't move and I was just like crying on the couch and I didn't know what it was. And so my mom took me to the doctor and they were like, well, maybe it's um, an issue with her appendix. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, like the that's first thing they go to. Yeah. And they were like, well, it's on the right, you know, it's on, it's on the right side of my body. Normally the appendix is on the left, but people do have them switched sometimes. Really? So they were like, maybe it's appendicitis. So take her to the emergency room. And then we're just like, sitting there for seemingly hours oh yeah i'm like crying i'm in a wheelchair and then by the time <laughs> they get to me the fact that i know you had gas yeah. the whole time makes this so it's, much funnier it's coloring the yeah. story <laughs> then the pain the pain goes away at a certain point and only then are they like we're ready for you and so they like take my blood and all the beds were being like taken up by children younger than me so i'm like getting my blood taken in the hallway and then i have to they do an ultrasound to actually like, you know, look in your abdomen. <laughs> yeah. But to see, to see everything, you have to like fill your bladder. So I'm oh, drinking yeah. like water and cranberry mm-hmm. juice. And then uh, this poor male nurse has to like, I had so many pubes by this point because I developed early. So like, wait, how old were you? 11. Oh, wow. Which is when I got, you had hurt. a full, you had a full bush at 11, like essentially a full bush. Did you have boobs too? Like small boobs. Okay, that's I'm oh, so jealous. God, God damn, damn it! Small boobs, full on bush. Period. And then 
he's like, he has to like, he keeps apologizing for having to go like lower and lower. Cause you, you have to look at like your lower <laughs> yeah, abdomen. Yeah, I know, I know. I had, yeah. Fucking, with the fucking thing with like hair gel on it. So they're like doing this. <laughs> no. And then they're at the end, they're like, well, there's like a 1% chance you would have twisted ovary, but it's a 99% chance it was just really bad gas. <laughs> are you so embarrassed at that point? I mean, I guess you're in a hospital. What are you going to do? I, I think I, I was just like, okay, like I want food. Like yeah. as a child, you're just so like, you're operating on such a basic level. Yeah, like I yeah. just wanted my needs met. Absolutely. Well, and also at that point, like I would just be happy it's not a twisted ovary. Sure, sure. Like let I, it please thought, be the gas at yeah, this point. Yeah. I thought they were gonna have to like remove an organ. Yes. And they yeah, did. So yeah. I was like, I wanna go back to playing with my crazy mom. Like, like, hell why are yeah. We still here. Yeah. <laughs> Although like at the same time, I guess like I, I was kind of dramatic as a kid that that like maybe I would have hoped it was the over so you could get more attention <laughs> yeah right <laughs> rather than you like know. that sweet sweet attention baby <laughs> i love it it's intoxicating um well thank you for playing the game yes of course and we we always like to ask our guests why they think they are a hot mess so i'd like to direct that question at you that's such a good question mm-hmm. um well i've been i'm a lot neater now mm. but i've I've always been messy, mm-hmm. like in terms of my living space. Sure, sure. And I've improved, have- although right now it looks pretty bad. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> like sloppy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sloppy. Gotcha. Yeah. But I'd also do like gross stuff. Um, do you like, take people's bloody tissues out of their nose? <laughs> and eat them? And eat them. No, I remember in college, so I went to like this school in Maine that was kind of into like sustainability and mm-hmm. environmental sure. shit. Okay. And so we would have these reusable mugs that... Mm-hmm you could get in the dining hall and you weren't supposed to like keep them. Sure. But people would end up like hoarding them and putting food in them. And I would just, I'd always be so tired that I'd have like these mugs full of like coffee and tea just sitting on my desk. Yeah. You know, absentmindedly sip from while I'm doing work. Mm -hmm. And at one point I had like so many of them on my desk and some of them had been sitting there for days and I sipped from one and it tastes a little weird, but I didn't think of it, think of anything. And then like a few minutes later, I opened it up and a bunch of flies flew out. No, God. Shut yeah. oh, That's why you have gas. You're yeah. ingesting poisonous things. There are flies flying around in there. Oh, it's, God. It was bad. Like little fly, but like fruit flies. Oh, yeah. God. It was just, yeah. It was so, and that's when I was like, I need, this is, I need to get my life more together. Sure, sure, that sure. That was a real wake up call for me. Does it, go, does it get messier with the stress, with your stress levels? Um. Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm not. Because stress just will debilitate me. Yeah. So if yeah. there's something like that's kind of a day to day, like, oh, I should wash the dishes. Or yeah. I should take the garbage out. Like that falls by the wayside. Yeah. You yeah. Know? That happens to me. I'm, I c- can be a little messy. I've developed um, through therapy, betterhelp.com slash hot mess. Um, you have that, improved great, greatly yeah, compared to. Th- because I, I like have put systems in place to keep myself accountable for, mm-hmm. for it. But when I get stressed, these tasks that really are no big deal become huge in my head and mm-hmm. so overwhelming to the point that like it just gets worse and worse and worse so that it it, it now is overwhelming because it's an it's an impossible task. But it started out as such a simple task. Yeah. I re- Andrea has had to come over and clean my room before. Yeah, there's been two occasions. And I remember you being like, it's just too, it's just too much, man. It's too much. Yeah. And you would like garbage bags filled with clothes and clothes, things like that. All, I like slept on a bed of laundry, which is like, I, 
what I just paid eight dollars and quarters to wash these and now mm-hmm. they're soiled again. Yeah. From my dirty body that I never shower. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> I, true. Yeah, one time fresh freshman year must have been like the zenith of me being like physically disgusting. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is for a lot of people. Yeah. A lot of people, right? Yeah. Because I'd never I didn't go to boarding school. Like I'd never lived on my own like that sure. besides camp. Yeah. And so I remember freshman year, my uh, my sweet roommate, and I don't even, I think she was just genuinely, like, wondering. She wasn't even trying to drop a hint. Mm-hmm. She was from Canada, actually. She was oh. from Toronto. Olivia. And she goes, does something smell, like, yeasty to you? And I got up off the bed, and I went and took a shower. Yeah. Because straight up, my ah. vagina smells. Oh. Yeah. 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 And I had maybe showered the day before. But that's how disgusting I was. Yeah. Okay? I remember, like... I got it, and it, this is the one time it happened. I got like a disgusting, like scaly red rash. <sighs> this was junior year mm-hmm. on the backs of my knees and then on my bikini line and my inner thighs. Oh my God. And I do not know what it was from. <sighs> and the health center, they just gave me an ointment that cleared it up. Uh-huh. So it was fine. It was a fungus. I think it was from using the same razor over and over. <gasps> oh, yeah. God. I honestly think that's what it was. Damn, from. girl. Yeah. Like a bacterial infection or yeah. something from the. Oh, my God. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was that. Yeah. There is this very like when you go to you're going to college, it's like you're like a quote unquote adult now is responsible for themselves. But it's like in no way no. are you actually. I was only prepared academically. Yeah. <laughs> like I had gone to a good school and I could do the work. Sure. And that's why I got into that school. And. No, I had nothing else to, sure. together. Yeah. Like, meanwhile, you don't know how to properly shower. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. How, I don't think I knew how to do laundry, really. Zero life skills. Yeah. yeah. No. Because my life, it was just academic achievement was the important thing. And yeah. getting into college was like my job for was, such a long time. Was that a parental pressure or was that coming from you? It was it was both. It was so much the culture of like where I grew up uh-huh. mm-hmm. in this pretty affluent part of Fairfield County. I grew up an hour outside mm. Manhattan. Okay. Okay. Wait, what was your town? Uh, Fairfield. You Fairfield. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My parents are from Connecticut. I'm a little familiar with the culture. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and you know, I was like very lucky that my parents could provide a nice education for me and mm-hmm. like. I'm an only child, so I never like, ah, wanted you were for their attention. golden pony. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They had me in their 40s. So like they already like had careers and like, yeah, you know, so I was very fortunate. But it was also kind of an intense pressure of cooker environment. Oh, yeah. You know, and so as a result, I had I developed all these skills that were not practical. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And so by the time I got to college, I was like, okay. Okay, like I don't like I'm essentially helpless. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's like I, learned helplessness. I could make friends and I could do my homework, and that <laughs> was it. That's the <laughs> I was a similar way, and then but then I did went to college in in New York. Like I went to uh, Parsons, which is in the city. Yeah, fashion and, school. Yes, and like the learned helpless if you go to like a like a a school that has a campus is one thing. But oh. if New York City is your campus, you are just a fucking idiot running yeah. around. Mm-hmm. You're in for a rude mm-hmm. awakening. Oh, my God. Because, like, being in New York, period, is um, very difficult for somebody who's not used to it. Oh, my God. And then on top of it, you're a college student who's adjusting to a whole new way of life. I don't even know how I survived the first year. I was so fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, eating bagels. 
Like I, I don't even what like pop tart. Like what was grocery shopping even to me? Like there was no practicality to anything that I did. Uh-huh. It's it so unbelievable. <laughs> Literally zero prior thinking to no, any decision. No. no. <laughs> Yeah, did you, were you like on a meal plan? Would you go to the dining hall? I, yeah, but I would just buy stupid shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I just didn't know anything. And like, my mom was a really wonderful cook and is, and so I was always just provided for. I was just pampered asshole. Um, yeah. And then, you know, everyone, what did they, I mean, my friends from school, I did go to a boarding school and my friends would make fun of me. Like, even within this friend group now, this is the blood nose the bloody tissue group (laughs) they're like amazed that i like can pay rent and like book flights and you know do adult things because i was just i don't know you see me i'm still kind of like this now yeah well isn't that funny because people who know you from when you're young they're always gonna think of you as being like that 14 15 year old girl and i have the same situation with my friends like they my oldest friends like they just have we act very, very juvenile when we're together because like, who else are you going to do that with? Right. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I have my own business. I know. <laughs> like weird? they don't even like, I, it sometimes it feels like they don't register it. No. And like, I have friends that are basically doctors and like, I don't realize until they say something, I'm just like, oh yeah, you actually have an occupation. You save lives. You save lives. And I'm a clown. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. One of my best friends from college, I've seen her literally piss herself while sitting on her front stoop, and she has a baby now. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Who and pisses she, like, themselves? Yeah. Has her life. She's like a house and like a, she makes six figures in her job. Like it's, it's insane. It's amazing. So do you feel like, I feel like as a comic, you kind of have this prolonged adolescent type life because you, you're pursuing this like career that's serious, but also like, you're fun. out. It's fun, but you're also like out at diners talking. That's somehow yeah. part of your job. Like none of it really makes sense. You communicate with a lot of unconventional people. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel kind of just like floating or this like floating around sense? Kind of, but like generationally, I don't think that's very strange for a person my age. Sure. That's true. Everyone I know has at least a side hustle. Sure. Mm. Absolutely. You know, they're working a few different jobs or they're not. They haven't landed. Yeah. Quote unquote. Absolutely. Yeah. And How old are you for reference? I'm 28. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So I graduated in 2013 mm-hmm. and then did grad school. But I, yeah, everyone is kind of still finding themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, there are definitely moments where I'm like, oh, this is like HBO's girls. Yeah. Oh, yes. constantly. You know? yes. Yeah. And like, unfortunately, like I am a lot like Hannah <laughs> <laughs> for better or for worse. Um, and then I'm a blogger. Uh-huh. And I might still gravely injure myself with a Q-tip. We'll see. But I don't know how much of Q-tips are seen. No, I I know what you're referring to. I watched most of it. Q-tips are dangerous. Well, you're not supposed to even <laughs> You're not supposed use to use, I don't use them. Ear. I don't wow, use them. Wow, look at you. Because your ears are self-regulating. Like you don't actually need to clear your earwax out. Yeah. Unless you have a clog it's like and then you it's like your vagina. It's like a self-cleaning, self-cleaning. oven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a yeast infection from walking around in the heat this summer. Just want everyone to know. What is... Okay. I have never... And I'm not like clean. Mm-hmm. As we've established. Oh, clearly. Sure, sure. 
Maybe my pussy is just like very strong, but I I've never gotten like. Well, a, it built a up a lot of immunity. From, God damn it! You've never. I've fucking... never gotten a UTI or a yeast infection or an STD, and I don't know almost what I'm doing wrong. Get out! I, I think Emily's the same. No, but I think we're on to something because I haven't either, and I and one of us in the room um is very. Uh, steadfast about her hygiene. I know. And it's not us, but you get them constantly. Yeah. So, what do you think? Like, do you think that you're depleting your body's natural immunities? Probably. I I spent like a year and a half in Boston not wearing underwear. Really? I was just straight up not doing it. Underwear sucks. And I I do it now. I mean, I wear it now, but. Yeah. (laughs) Look at this. But yeah, I no, like no, I, I, I had a, a no underwear face. Yeah, for a while. and it was fine. I mean, occasionally my dress would blow up and people would see things, but it's like you're welcome. But you it's know? like I want yeah, them yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to be Why like not? Brittany in that photo of her getting out of the limo and showing her snatch to the world. There's, oh my god, Kathy Griffin has a great bit, bit about I, that. Oh really? It's she does this amazing act out where where she gets out of the limo like with her legs totally spread uh-huh. and she's like squatting basically parallel to the ground and then she just waves like in the squat. It's really, it's really good. It's empowering. God. I, I actually, I'm not kidding. Every time, every single time I get out of a car, mm-hmm. I think about that photo. Yeah. Like if I'm wearing a, if I, when I'm wearing a dress. It's a true feminist moment. <laughs> it really truly is. Yeah. It really truly is. I'm going to print out um, that and wallpaper my Sure, the Hot Mess Comedy Hour, we advocate showing people your pussy as a power move. Like as many times as possible, yeah. as often as Except possible. Except for children. Yeah. No, yeah, we're anti-pedophilia. We're anti-pedophilia. really drive the point home. <laughs> um, this has been really lovely. Hell yeah. Uh, we are coming to the end of the hour. Where can people find you, follow you, stalk you? Sure. People can find me online on Instagram and Twitter at Pam, not Anderson. Mm-hmm. People kept confusing us. Yeah, I know. We like look naturally exactly alike yeah. and like oh, career such... wise, like the same track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to clear that up. And I have a show every Tuesday at the Graham in East Williamsburg. Great show. 830 oh. called Just Come. Andrea's done it. Yes. It's so fun. And um, it's a good time. We'd love to see you there. Yeah. Yeah. It's really one of the it's one of the funnest shows I've been to in recent, you know, New York City shows. You never yeah. know what you're getting. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially bar shows, like sometimes they're awesome. Sometimes it's a crap. They're shoot. a fucking nightmare. Yeah. But when you find a good bar show, yeah. it's such a party. It's it's so wonderful. They are do her. And, and, and really good bar shows can be like more fun yeah, than sitting in a theater. Absolutely. I mean, for sure. Such good comics consistently and like such a fucking fun bar. You guys I really, really, if you're in New York and you like watching comedy. And also, uh, do you write for some e-cards? Did, did you write something? Yeah. yeah. I write for some e-cards. I'm yeah. A, I'm a contributor, um, which has been really fun. Yeah. Because it's, <laughs> for once, not like a niche humor blog that only five people read. Yeah. 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 I, I read a lot of your stuff. Um, you just wrote something about Dina Hashem. Mm-hmm. Lord, I'm going to use my fucking witch powers to hex anyone else. You absolutely got to gets in Dina Hashem's face. What a ridiculous thing. So yeah, check out Pamela online. There's plenty there. And uh, if you if you like good comedy shows, go to Just Come. Yeah, and if you would like to follow us, you can follow us at Hot Mess Comedy Hour on Instagram, Hot Mess Podcast on Twitter. If you would like to support us, yes. visit our Patreon, patreon.com slash hot mess. We have different reward levels. You can contribute on a monthly, ongoing basis and get some kick-ass bonus content, including our 200-episode catalog for $10. Mm-hmm. Two bonus shows. God damn. Go check out the Patreon. It's we- a party on there. We're at 125 patrons, I believe at this current moment in time 
I would love to be at 200 very soon. That's so great. Thank you very much. Oh, you're doing awesome. Um, It's a struggle, baby. Yeah, don't let them think we're doing too awesome, though, because we really want more. Give give them money. Give me a dollar. Give me a dollar. It's It's a a comedy comedy podcast. podcast.